on your ways, front way, back way You know that I don't play Streets not safe, but I never run away Even when I'm away OT, OT, there's never much love when we go Hi everyone, this is Nikki And Agnes And this is our podcast Welcome to Second Puberty Welcome, welcome Sorry, we're having technical difficulties today It's been a while since we've recorded We it, are Yeah we don't have consistency. We I don't guess. have consistency. This is still a warm-up. Yes. So welcome everyone. Um, this is Second Puberty, obviously, like we said. So we're gonna get right into it because today we watched The Revenant. We did. And that was really intense. Um, and we have a lot to say. So second puberty topic of this of this podcast is I was at a dinner party last night, very classy. I really was proud of myself. I didn't go and binge drink somewhere after work. I went to a classy meatball night. Very delicious. Um, And what I experienced was that when we sat down to dinner, lots of people had a lot of political things to say. Like there are things that happened in Oklahoma last week. Okay. Um, There are things that happened in North Carolina, I'm pretty sure. Every day, I think, is a political conversation. Yes. Apparently in Oklahoma, they were almost going to make it illegal to get an abortion. Yes, I did follow this. I had no idea this was happening. The governor vetoed it, and she tried to say it was poorly written. Like, she was for it, but it was poorly written, and it was instantly going to get like thrown out by the court so she's like i'm not even gonna sign this like it's not worth it fair also i heard uh, oklahoma's trying to impeach obama just for funsies i did not follow this (laughs) so the moral of this story is i'm failing in adulthood (laughs) because i hadn't heard of any of this and so i was sitting at the dinner table just eating my food feeling like an idiot while these really smart people were so informed and reciting like bill numbers and laughing and making jokes and I was just like ha, 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 ha. I don't know anything and then I was like yeah I guess I've just been kind of out of the loop with the politics like this past year or so and then somehow the conversation transitioned to Real Housewives and I knew so much that I was embarrassed so I would say this week I had a second puberty fail I mean I think part of growing up and being an adult is also you're going to focus on what's important to you. Mm. So if you're going to enjoy your reality shows, which obviously we care about enough because we're doing this. Exactly. And we're putting it out there to the world. Exactly. And we're going to be on iTunes hopefully soon. We're about to be famous. I can't wait. Our price is about to go up. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to DJ Khaled. (laughs) I mean, I... And at the same time, I feel like, you know, the polite thing to say is like, oh, I'm not informed about that, blah, blah, blah. And people that aren't jerks or assholes yeah. are just going to be like, oh, okay, like this is what's going on yeah. and explain it without dumbing down to you and not be like, oh, you don't follow the news? Yeah. And they were Eat so- your meatballs. Yeah. They were so <laughs> nice about it. They yeah. were like so polite and, and just engaging in the conversation. But I just felt like, wow, I, I missed out on a lot. Plus there's so much going on right now. There's so like, much going on. Real world stuff. Like world stuff, country stuff. Yes. State by state stuff. Because that's the other thing. Like- Maybe we're in Oklahoma Maybe or North Carolina. Maybe, Maybe we're are. not. Maybe we're on the totally other side of the country. Yes. But the fact that it was these two political issues that, I mean, aside from Obama, Oklahoma trying to impeach Obama, right. I believe really just impact the state, yeah. which, 
I mean, a state can do anything, and then the rest of the country's like, what the fuck? Right. But still, mm. you know, it's, it may not even be a local issue is what I'm trying right. to say. <laughs> Thank you, Agnes, for encouraging me in my ignorance. <laughs> I, I don't think I told you, because it's been a while since we've seen each other. Yes. Because we have real grown woman lives. Yes. But I actually did stay out to bar close with a couple what? of coworkers. Oh. And I was surprised, because I think I always, I envision it Were more. Were you downtown? Like, I was downtown. Oh. Well, some, a supervisor was quitting, so it was like, okay. let's go out to drinks to yeah. celebrate so-and-so. Yeah. And somehow I envision it more like when a grocery store closes of like, attention everyone, and bring, you know, blah, blah. No. Oh, no. We were outside. They just turned off the lights. Yes. And we're like, time to go. And yeah. Like, oh. It's aggressive. Yeah. They want you to get the F out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of you. That's that's an adult thing to do. It wasn't intentional. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> I was, I didn't ride there. I, I got a ride. Yes. Because I went, like, from work, and so I just hopped in her car. Yes. But I, like, we were kind of, like, giving each other eye and said, like, maybe let's head out soon, like, around one. Okay. And then we had, like, our, not even, like, the goodbye 20-minute conversations, right. but just kind of, like, this side of, like, let's start to ease our way. And next thing I know, it's two. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. That no, happens. really have to go. <laughs> that happens. It's warp speed inside the bar, so yeah. it's not real life. So I can't say I've done that grown-up thing check <laughs> done and done been there done that don't need to exactly yeah all right so let's move into our reality segment um we're gonna start with mother daughters which the last i saw was a preview of an episode where i think it was kim richards was getting taken into an ambulance for some emergency and then i kind of forgot about the show i feel we we talked about this a little bit off the air okay but um I think we're the only ones watching the show. Yes, we did talk about this. Yes. Um, it's I, been canceled, I'm sure. It's been canceled. It's been inconsistent. In my head, I'm like, I don't think that was the finale, but right. it wasn't a like season finale next week. Right. Or I keep checking my DVR, but like, did I accidentally Nothing. unschedule it? Right. I don't know if we're ever going to see it. It might be on like on demand, maybe, right. or on the website, so we should check it. Right. But I feel like at the end, they were supposed to graduate and hug and tell each other how they loved each other, and we just, I think we're two episodes shy. Yeah, no one seems like they're headed towards a no. resolution. No. If anything, it's just more drama I mean, for the, everyone. Yeah, the last we saw, Doug came to the, to the house, and nothing happened. That was like so anticlimactic. I was like... Okay, so the mom's just slutty. All right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I did like, and maybe this is like three episodes ago just because it's been so long. Yes. But I did like that drunk Heidi Spencer is a prayer warrior. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I, I think it might have been when... Um, the one girl was having like an anxiety attack and then mm. Heidi just comes up to her and is like trying to take care of her and calm her down and then she just starts praying. No. And then she's just like rambling of like, like prayer heals, like prayer helps. Like <laughs> I have prayed so hard for people and they have been cured. <laughs> and she is like so drunk as she's saying this and I'm just like, this is why I watch this show. Yes, this is delivering everything I wanted. Amazing, amazing. So we'll we'll see if we can track down some yeah. kind of finale or and finish it off. Just finish the mother daughter. For all experiment. we know, the house burned. No, I know the house didn't burn down because have you heard the latest Courtney Stewart news? She's pregnant. Yes. 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 How can we not even remember that? Oh I God. read it and then I just read that Doug was like, "Of course I'm the father. I'm the only one that's banging her." <laughs> Like, and I'm, I'm not too old to pregnant, get someone pregnant, which if anyone knows reproductive organs, like men could get people pregnant till very old. Oh yeah. Yeah. So 
Except for Hugh Hefner, which is why Holly left. Oh. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. Oh, that was um, a low blow. I think the only thing crazy is she's announcing it at like four weeks. Oh, really? Which I feel like you found out like an hour ago. Yeah, that's dangerous. And then she's trying to say like, oh, well, everyone kept asking me and I didn't know what to do. You say no. No. Or you say no comment. Yes. Like. You're not even showing, girl. You're n- Like, I feel like you barely know. Yes. Like, it, it's maybe like one of the really faint lines that you have to like Google. Right. It could be a false positive. Yeah. Like, you make your friend that's, you know, for sure is not pregnant, right. pee on the stick to compare it. Exactly. So- <laughs> Heaven forbid something happens to that baby. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I I feel much more supportive of, I think Eva Mendez, like, after she had her first kid with Ryan Gosling, she was on Ellen, and Ellen called her out on it and was like, hey, so I did the math, and when I asked you if you were pregnant last time you were here, you were a liar face. Yeah. And Eva, like, laughed and was embarrassed, but she's like, I hadn't even told my mom. Shut up. Like, you know, I'm yeah. not going to say That's something on national TV. Like, yeah. It was still so new. Like, yeah. I'm older. Like, right. I have to be cautious. And right. You know, Ellen just left it off. Like, it wasn't, like, an interrogation. Yeah. But still, there's that. Or even, I think, like, Christina Aguilera's first time. Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know if she ever, like, officially said anything until the kid was born. Uh, speaking of, Eva Mendes and Ryan Gosling just had a second baby. Yeah, they did. So, they did that with the second baby. They didn't tell anybody until the kid was born. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. I mean, but good for them. Private-ass right. life. I exactly. respect it. Yeah, so... When I'm famous, I don't plan on having a private life at all. Apparently, Courtney Stroden does not read us weekly or no. watch Ellen or any learn no. any any general classy <laughs> celebrity knows to keep it to yourself society rules yes um so moving on uh real housewives of new york oh. is bringing it okay wait have you been watching real housewives of dallas i have not okay can we just just i'm going to okay, i'm going to okay, i'm going to touch on a real housewives of dallas moment i love it it sucks <laughs> don't watch it don't waste your time they got me because one couple, a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader, mm-hmm. and her husband, they've been together since high school sweethearts. They're both redheads. The red, and their last name is Redmond? Uh, maybe. I'm I, not think so. sure. I think so. I think so. She's a hot mess, a lot of attention seeking. Apparently, they got into a couple fights with episodes I didn't even see. Aww. But what I did see is they went to dinner because she said, I want to rebuild the bond. He seems disconnected. And she's sitting there and he's just like looking at her like this is a joke. Oof. And then. She's like, well, I just feel like I want to spend more time with you and blah, blah, blah. You don't give me enough time. He's like, I don't give you enough time. And she's like, no. And he laughs. Like, that's funny. Wow. And then she starts crying. She's like, is it something that I did? And he goes, yes. And then she's crying even more. And he's like, are you serious? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, are you serious? Are you sad? Like, are you serious? Why are you crying? And she just keeps crying. He's like, this is funny. And then he gets up and he walks away. So now I'm hooked because I'm like, what the fuck happened in this marriage that he leaves his wife at the table crying when she's trying to rekindle, quote unquote, rekindle their marriage. So I'm like, something's funny here. I got to investigate it. They're not going to tell me to the end of the season or the reunion. I cannot wait. I can't remember if there was something she had done and she was worried about him finding out. The strip club. Oh, that's right. So Mm -hmm. maybe like he had heard about that or was upset about that. Yes. Yes. But then I also feel like he seems like one of the husbands where he's wasn't going to play along with the show. No. Of like, you want to have this show? That's cool. I'm still going to do my job. But I'm not going to be in it. And live my life. Yeah. And if you want to make us rekindling our marriage a yeah. focal point, I'm not going to be a part of That's it. That's bullshit. I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing that. Yes. Like, agreed. I'm not upset about anything, but if you want to start crying on camera, yeah. I'm not going to contribute. Agreed. And I can't wait for him to call her out. 
So. Uh, so now I'm hooked. It's a shitty show and I'm hooked. Okay. So Real Housewives of New York. I don't even know if we've seen each other since the show premiered. So much has happened. So much has happened. So I guess if we just jump. You start. Yeah. You, do, you go. So most recently, mm-hmm. a lot of drama between everyone. Yes. Uh, at the end of the most recent episode, Sonia and... Unveiled her latest business project of Tipsy Girl. Tipsy Girl, Girl. yes. Prosecco. I love Prosecco. Uh, Bethany was not there, but they make it clear in this episode she's heard about it. She's upset and heard about it. Yes. And they had a confrontation very uncomfortably in front of Bethany's employees. Exactly. Like I get that Sonia's interns probably don't understand the job, don't understand that they're not getting paid, don't understand that Sonia doesn't really have a business. Right. Like I didn't know you could intern to be a socialite. Right. Um, hey. Alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I get Bethany's people probably have paid, have health yes. plans, have 401ks. Yes. So for her to have that conversation out in the open in front of our employees, Crazy. very unprofessional. Crazy. Yeah. But I'm sure they got a little bit of Bravo money for being featured. True. But, you know, but it, it was so uncomfortable. It was so inappropriate. And I get Bethany being upset. Like, wow, that was like, you're trying to be funny, girl. Like, well, and then the fact that she had done the whole business, like, insider info yes. of, like, asking Bethany about her business, yes. which she, I'm sure Bethany still would have been helpful if mm-hmm. she had said, like, hey, I'm thinking of doing something like this, too. Like, mm-hmm. I really want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just, like, oh, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Surprise, here's my latest business venture. Yeah. Similar name to what your business venture is. Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous. And Sonia was playing dumb for being, like, naive that the names were similar and that, you know, this wasn't going to be a big deal. Yeah. It's like, it was a big deal. And you should have probably said, you know what, like, either I should have told you ahead of time, yes. Not that she needs her permission because she's a grown-ass woman. Right. But you have to realize it's going to reflect your rela- affect your relationship. Yeah. And so she should have said, like, listen, girl, someone came to me with this Prosecco idea. I think it's a great thing for me. They're trying to call it Tipsy Girl. I'm okay with that. If you have a problem, I'm sorry. Right. Or maybe have a fucking backbone and say, we can call my Prosecco anything. Something cute playing off of Sonia. Right. I have that sexiness appeal from this show. Yeah. Like, why go tipsy girl? Like, why go for Bethany? You know what I'm saying? Well, and then at one point she was trying to claim that she didn't pick the name. Someone else had already yeah. picked the name but and if she they walked into it. it. And it's me and I'm marketing it. I could tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. And I mean, and she, she could have cued in Bethany right then. I'm yeah. kind of like, hey, so I hadn't told you before. I'm working on this thing. I just found out this is the name for it. Yes. I wanted to bring it to your attention. Yes. I know it's kind of weird. I don't want you to feel like I'm like... Trying to copy you yeah. or get on your coattails or anything like that. Which I do... It was it was hard watching it because I, I did feel when she started crying. Oh, Because yes, I feel sad. like... Because we Bethany went in. Bethany goes hard. Yes. And then I feel like for everything we know Sonya's been through, I can't remember scenes where she's like really cried about right. it and been like... I'm poor and it's hard. Right. I think the reason she's in that falling apart brownstone is because she cancel it. She can't get out of it. That's like all she not, got from her fucking marriage yeah, to so the she, Morgans. So that's all she has. Mm-hmm. Like she's not gonna lose that. No. Um. But uh. But yeah. So Bethany went hard. So she started crying. But then I totally get where Bethany's coming from. Of you can't play the sad, stupid card. Right. When you're also doing the business side of right. it. Right. Right. Which it's I true. mean, and she tried to show both sides of it when she was asking her well who's your distributor who's your da 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 like knowing the actual like mm-hmm. CEO type stuff of it and that's when she's playing stupid and right it was it was a rough confrontation it was rough yeah and I just felt bad for everyone involved but I was like you didn't have to go that hard like that was me but I guess if you're just like so upset 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's understandable. Uh, I have lost any and all sympathy for Jules. Why? Watching her interview for a nanny. Oh, I forgot about that. Jules, that was just cheeky for the cameras, I feel like. I hope so, but still, like, did you really edit out 90% of, like, okay, so, you know, CPR, and, like, (laughs) tell me about your past experience, and... It was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever seen. Uh, and I don't wait in lines? She, that was a bitch move. Like, and they could tell the poor person that was interviewing didn't even understand what she was saying. She was like, sure, yeah, I can wait in lines. Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that was just, it was it was distasteful. I will agree. And and then it, it does surprise me that, like, you're getting a nanny and you're saying you go out three nights a week. Like, that seems like a lot. <laughs> but listen, if you, your husband's in a business mm-hmm. and you got a lot of business meetings and lunches, okay, okay. you got the ladies who lunch and dinner, I go... Three at three. I go out three nights a week. Okay. I'm just saying. I I think if you're a hobnobber, I can see that. Well, that plus you don't wait in lines. I don't know. You're like I feel the wait in lines thing was I feel like bullshit. I feel like it's fake. I feel like her for her to say like I've never waited in line since I was a little kid. Like go fuck yourself, dude. Like yeah, that's stupid and petty and disgusting. And if you want that shit, get a personal assistant. Exactly. Don't make it the person responsible for, for your the welfare children. of your goddamn children. Like she's watching the kids. How she waiting in line and watching the kids. That is true. Yeah. Like, is she hiring it? Am I going to watch the kids so you can wait in line? Like, And what happened to the other nanny? She said that she just kind of left. She's like, oh. she took, it was at the end of the year, she took, she said she took her Christmas bonus uh-huh. and she didn't say bye to the kids. <laughs> hey, and that's how you But she had it. been with them for years. If I leave, I'm going to take my bonus and not say bye to one motherfucker. <laughs> just let, let it be noted today. Uh, and then, what is it? It ends on oh. Luann's ex. Oh, God, that drunk person. Drunk, ugly, Oh, man. he was hideous. And you could tell. I feel like that was the guy, like a rebound guy that you, like, bone, and he's not the cutest, but maybe he's fun and his peen is big enough. And But when you see him in real daylight or good lighting, you're like, oh, no, what was I thinking? Like, he is hideous. But, I mean, I feel like for something like that, like, do it in the Hamptons or do it in, like, Cape well, Cod of, everyone like, not in the someone Hamptons. in the city. Like, everyone goes to the Hamptons, but they live in the city. Okay. That's impossible. I'm just... It's I'm, impossible. I'm thinking if I was gonna... I mean, this will sound rude, but yeah. soup that low. Yes. I would not... I would want it to be some person... So far away that they So cannot, far away, yeah, that's not gonna interfere I in mean, my regular life. it sounded like it was in another country, but obviously that didn't help either. Yeah. They were on some island or something like that. I don't know. Oh, so but that yeah. was crazy. I think even more crazy, who I I already know I'm not going to have a good time with this season, Ramona. She is all over the place. And she is being so rude and so offensive to everybody. And, like, first with Sonia telling her, I think you're drunk and I think I can't be seen with you. I'm a single woman now and you're embarrassing. I'm like, okay, girl, calm down. Yeah. You're on the show with her. So yeah. they already associate with you with her regardless of your scene together. Your boobs are still healing. Exactly. Calm down. Exactly. <laughs> and then to go and try to, like, Luann's supposed to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Right? And you see that she's getting away from this guy. And it's so obvious. And we didn't even see it. We just heard the conversation. But I know it's so obvious. She's getting away from this guy. It's inappropriate. And you're trying to egg him on to get dirty information on Luann. Right. That's not like nice. That, no. And that's the other thing. Like, I'm if I saw someone that made, not even like a close friend, but someone yeah. I know, like, uncomfortable yeah. enough 
Like, I'm telling security. I'm yeah. kind of like, hey, I think this person needs to leave. And they're obviously right way drunk. I'm not going to egg them on and be like, oh, let me hear information. And then when, which I have mixed emotions about, what's his face? Tubalub. Oh, John. John. Because I, I can, on one end, I can see him. Maybe he was that person that noticed. And rather yes. than saying security, he's like, I'm going to get this guy out of here. Appropriate. But then, boom, not long ago. Ramona came at him so fast. So crazy. Not the right thing for him to put his hand no, in her face. No. But still, like, I feel like between those three, right. like, I'm amazed a drink didn't get thrown. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Dorinda's the saving grace of this season. She's so rational in her testimonials, at least. And I feel like even in the, like, spirit of everything, she's always telling both wrong parties to sit down and shut the fuck up. Right. And so I feel like she said it so perfectly in her testimonial. She said something to the lines of, like, John was, like, right in his intentions as far as, like, Ramona should not have been, like, defending that guy and getting in his face and being rude. But then the actions of putting his hands on her face right, made yeah. it all wrong. Yeah. It's like, no one's going to be on your side because you're going about it the wrong way. Right. And so that's why I'm like, God, John, like, you've done this so many times now where it's like, one time you could say you were drunk and upset because people yeah. were talking bad about you. But now this is, like, the second, the third, and the fourth time. I'm like, that's just your behavior. No, and you can't keep people in your lives where you have to keep apologizing yes. for the same thing. And it's exhausting. You can tell she's exhausted by it. She's, she, when she, they were at dinner, she told him, get your shit and go back to Queens on the on the train. I was like, oh! That's the other thing. That was mean. Like, Dorinda, like, totally calm, totally rational. Yes. She's who I want Yes. when I'm... Getting my dead husband's ashes back yes. from another country. Yes. <laughs> and in a testimonial. But I feel like Dorinda, with like three drinks in her, oh, she's not says nice. the most hurtful yes. thing. Oh, she's not nice. Like in the past episodes when yes. she's told Ramona, like, oh yeah, and your husband left you for another woman. Oh, like, oh, oh, I feel like that. if that shit's true, like yes. you never say his name again. Yeah, yeah. Like and that is, is Voldemort. That like, was like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not speaking his name. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. No. The I totally agree. The father of my child. Yeah. Like, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, definitely. Like, it. That whole scene, and I feel like the the, the season, all mm-hmm. the parties we've seen this season, because they do nothing but party in New York. I love it. Um, it's just been this awkward struggle where everyone's. I feel like just trying to get their like two cents in and we hate this person we don't like this person like i feel like everyone this season is bickering with someone yeah i feel like luann and carol have a legitimate fight where oh yeah about that guy yeah, yeah. that boy with the niece like i could see them being upset with each other yeah um i think bethany has no reason to be mad at anybody no but i could see her not being very close with some of them like how she was like i haven't seen sonya all summer i don't need to invite her anywhere i could see that right or you're just not that close and i could see her not feeling threatened but yeah. feeling upset yeah about what's going exactly. on with the tipsy girl thing uh the jewels and bethany thing i think that's kind of over but at first i was irritated by that because i think bethany is just such a control freak and a know-it-all and she mm-hmm. says it she's like i'm a control freak and i know it all yeah but it doesn't excuse your behavior yeah and she gets so into it that she just like it's too much and it's too intense and then it's overbearing it's like bitch i just met you five minutes ago you cannot tell me that my house i'm spending too much money on it you just can't and i think jules is trying to probably play that line of i gotta make sure i have a storyline i gotta make sure i get screen time i gotta make sure i make it back next season versus how much do i want to be the rational fly on the wall and Mm -hmm. how much do i want to be in the drama Mm -hmm. so fine line yeah her husband's much shorter than her and i'm gonna leave it at that yeah, that's that's not one I like. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Is there anyone? Ramona's just like always crazy. Ramona. Yeah. 
Yeah. It should be a good season. I'm, I'm enjoying it thus far. No, so. I am not. I think the only thing that I felt semi-disappointed was a little bit of, like, the pandering, like, insider advertising with, like, some of their products or, oh. like, in charities, mm-hmm. which I get that, but, I mean, at the same time, I don't need to necessarily hear about it for two minutes before we're at the party for the event. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of interested in that tipsy girl, Prosecco. I mean, we can try it. But, yes, because <laughs> I just love Prosecco so much. Yeah. We could even try some skinny girl Prosecco, too. Okay. Anyways, all right, moving on. Uh, so our other latest favorite show. <laughs> so excited because last season was so good. Yes. This season is right on par. Yes. Arranged. Two episodes in, and I may rewatch them. I need to rewatch them because I'm I'm so jealous because what you guys don't know is Agnes has detailed ass notes and she is <laughs> referencing them and i am so jealous because i'm just going off pure memory but i want to have detailed ass notes so i know what i'm going to do next time because arranged so let's just give the premise of the show let's get into it There's okay a show where basically young modern people in america americans yes our age ish no not our age uh well, averaging averaging our age <laughs> no they're not ranging from about like 20 ish to like maybe late late 20s i think ladies this season there's the 21 mm-hmm. 25 and 33 year old oh i don't remember the 33 year old is that 30, the, the Indian girl oh that's right yeah. oh i forget them they're kind of forgettable so basically I got it's, stuff on them. It's, it's basically <laughs> An arranged marriage, but not in the traditional sense. Like, you can be arranged by your family, your church, or friends. Mm-hmm. And so there's three couples. There is an Orthodox Jewish couple who are arranged by friends. Yep. There is a Southern Texas couple who are arranged at the church. I think so. They met through church somehow and became arranged that way. Yeah. And then there's, like, a... Uh, I don't... I can't remember... They're an Indian couple, but I can't remember what their, like, specific ethnicity is. I feel bad now. I, I honestly don't remember either. But they're an Indian couple and they live in California, which is amazing. Yeah, and what's interesting about them is she's older. She's 33. Uh-huh. And how did I phrase this? Okay. So she is trying to... She has been married before. And scarred from it. She had a love marriage, which is what they would call a traditional, like, I met you, I love. like you. I'm right. in love, I'm going to get married. You're in a love marriage. She... I am. Mm-hmm. Uh most time uh, <laughs> so she had a love marriage didn't work out yes shady jerk he used her for a visa somehow okay it's weird you would call it a love marriage because he used you but it was a love marriage okay. maybe they met on facebook okay. who knows match.com right. okay um, <laughs> tinder <laughs> so yeah so she had a love marriage it didn't work out mm-hmm. so i feel like now she has that added pressure of like i'm an older woman yes i'm traditional i still live with my parents i have a curfew yes and this marriage needs to work. Right. Because I have that love marriage fail shame. Right. That I brought upon myself right. and my family. And this marriage is arranged, but the guy is more Americanized. Yes. Like more assimilated to American culture, mm-hmm. which they've noted multiple times. And he maybe doesn't understand the traditional customs that she's used to, but then still slipped right back into that misogynistic, which I think they was kind of joking when they were at that like poker party yeah but he seems all in all like a good decent guy i think she's a little bit too much i feel like she she does seem kind of doormatty at this point which is different because in the prior season where there was also an indian couple yes 
I would say that she was dominant. She was dominant. And I mean, he wasn't a pushover either, but still right. like she had a voice. She was always like, she was a breadwinner too. She, yeah. She was like, this is what I want. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't gotten married because I've been working my ass off for my company. Yes. Like I got my shit together and now I'm going to do this. Um, so it is a, a very different comparison. Like yes. even though they have another similar arrangement going yes. on, very different couples, very different couples. They are interesting. And, uh, I, I think, I always, in the beginning of the season, judge who's going to make it. I think they will make it. I just think she needs to calm down. Like, when she was like, whenever you're in Vegas for your bachelor party, I want to be able to call you at any time and you answer. And he was like, okay. And I was like, he's lying. Not even lying. <laughs> he's bullshitting because he knows that's ridiculous. I, I'm on vacation. You can't just call me and I'm just dropping everything I do and pick up the phone. Yeah. I feel like she she knows, does need to own up mm-hmm. and, like, say what she wants yep. and be real about it. Yep. But I also think they're when the couples were she thinks we haven't developed a relationship but we're instantly going to know all the relationship cues and developments and what my expectations are from you yes versus he's traditional guy and just like oh you're my wife you're my girlfriend you're my fiance like whatever we're gonna figure it out let's like learn together and grow together yeah in the meantime i'm probably gonna be an asshole sometimes whatever because i'm a guy i have a penis that's how it works yeah yeah and i make the rules exactly we're standard on the show exactly let's Um, move on to the jewish couple because i have a lot to say about this texas couple okay so the jewish couple Really intrigues me because okay. I had heard more about it. I had heard about like these different things before, mm-hmm. and I'd seen like some of this was a wife swap or it was like an orthodox mm-hmm. wife, but it just seems really interesting. Like the whole thing about covering your hair. Yes. I had heard that before, but honestly, I thought that they shaved it. Oh, like that was part of it. Like oh. I didn't know it was a wig and like your hair was in private. Underneath, yeah. Um, so that was really interesting to me. Uh, the other thing that I wrote down watching this at like 1 a.m. last night, okay, was part of their thing is like a lot of really traditional religious couples is they're not supposed to really be alone yes but apparently that doesn't apply to being in a car because she mentioned like a yeah, lot of the Jewish car couples date. will have car dates where they kind of just drive around yeah. and have wi-fi and I, mind you when she's showing it they're like driving around in the daytime and yeah. like park in front of like a, sub- a suburban house or yeah. whatever but in my head, I'm thinking back to when I dated in my teens. I know. Do they not know you can have sex in cars? You can easily have sex in <laughs> I cars. I feel like that's where most teenagers have sex. Exactly. <laughs> I was confused by that. I was like, maybe they're just saying, like, it's okay because the cameraman's there and usually there is somebody in the backseat. Maybe. That's why I was like, because you can definitely get back there and have some have some relations. You could be in the front seat and have some relations. You don't even have to have full on relations, but I can reach over and do a lot in a car. A lot that, of touching. That I might not do in a movie theater or at True. a restaurant True. or at a bowling alley. True. Facts. So, huh. so that was interesting. Also, I thought it was interesting, like, they seem like kind of the more traditional, like the man... Like, the man has to talk to, like, the church leader. Yeah. Some of that stuff made me feel really uncomfortable, even though I know it's their history. And he seems like a perfectly nice guy. But right. it made me feel uneasy that the man had, that the woman could not ask the leader for permission about dancing. Exactly. Like, I was just like, so she has no voice. She just has to do whatever he says and pray that he's a good enough man to take her thoughts and feelings into consideration. Yeah. Or even, like, worst case scenario, like, I don't feel like there's anything specifically against this guy. But yeah. what if he, like didn't have the balls to go and ask the guy. Yeah. And he just said, oh, yeah, he said no. And at first I just thought he wasn't going to because mm. he was, like, hesitant. Yeah. And I I just feel uneasy about this couple. I just don't know if they're going to make it. And even the preview for the next episode where she was like, I don't like the way he talked to me. I'm just like, this couple, I don't know. She, I don't know how long she's been an Orthodox Jewish person, but it does not seem like for very long. 
and she's against she's uncomfortable with a lot of the traditional customs that make me worried that based on their relationship on like based on the relationship he's expecting and I think the relationship she's expecting I'm real concerned yeah no and I I feel like she would be much better match if we were she were found someone who's also kind of a little bit more conventional orthodox yes living in Manhattan maybe yes. going to school with her yeah as opposed to I feel like maybe they met through church but if she met him in the burbs like, yes He's a burp. Like, if he had not compromised with right. saying we can get the Harlem apartment, right. like, I would be totally out the door for them. Right. But, yeah, with that preview, like, there definitely seems to be a lot of control issues yeah. with that. And one thing I found interesting, too, that I thought of when she was, like, upset about not getting the dance mm-hmm. and where they were going to live and everything keeps not working out, essentially, mm-hmm. is because in their culture... You can't have any touching. Mm-hmm. I did think about that of how. Oh, he can't console her. He can't console mm-hmm. her. Like, you know, like even just a hug or like a touch on the arm. Or yeah, like, like it's okay. Just a little like. This and, is a short period of time. And even yeah. not even like relationship, like with anybody. Yeah. Like, you a know, hug. a hand on the shoulder, yes. like just can do so much in like yeah. a really tough time. And yeah. like you're literally there for someone. That straight skin to skin contact. And he can't do that. Mm-mm. So that was, that was kind of hard to watch too. Because yeah. in my head, like anyone else. Like, even an acquaintance, like, I might say, like, are you a hugger? Like, can I hug you? <laughs> right. Like, will that right. help? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he can't do that. So that, that was pretty Tragic. surprising to me. So the Southern couple. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, like, hate this couple. <laughs> oh, my God. And I don't hate, but I hate. <laughs> I hate everyone except for probably the bride's mom. Like, I like that bride's mom. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't done anything too Too crazy. Yeah. So, far. so let's just start from the motherfucking top. So this couple, the uh, they met through church. Didn't church, they? Okay. yeah. Okay. So I don't know who's the pastor. I think his stepdad might be the pastor. Or somebody's the pastor at the church. They met through church. Let's just say it all boils down. This is a Texas couple, and all boils down to the groom's mother and stepfather claim themselves to be a to-do family. But I've seen their house in their interviews. Okay, girl, whatever. Um. And they say the bride's family is trashy. And they basically said in going through the planning and realizing how they were planning this wedding, they realized that some people are just not on the same level as others. And have basically expressed it to the bride's family that you're not good enough for my son. You're trashy. And I basically hate you. And they've caused all this drama. And I feel like I was watching it and like... You know, it starts with like the party and having that stripper and her taping it, the mother in law taping it and sending it to the Why would you sun. have your mother and a mother in law no. at a bachelorette party? I get a bridal shower, not mm. a bachelorette party. My sister said my mom has to come to my bachelorette party. She said my mom would be hurt if she didn't come. I mean, teach their own. I don't care. There's well, going to okay. be naked people. Then you have your mama there. Yeah. You don't invite your husband's mama. No. Oh, no. Like, I don't even know if my. My mother and my husband's mother have spent like an extended period of time in a room together. <laughs> like I at think the maybe they stopped by at like a graduation party, yeah. and then we were all together at the wedding. Yeah. Other than that, like yeah, I've never tried to do like a joint Thanksgiving or no. anything like that. That no. just does not happen. It's silly, foolish. <laughs> so keep it separate. So yeah, so then that started it off. Um, also, I guess at the actual wedding, she shows up and she's just being kind of like, not, I think the mother-in-law was trying to be there, but was still kind of being like doing the underheaded comments. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then at the wedding, she told the, her, the bride's mom, like, I'm still okay that you wore blue because she wore blue. Which 
I I've they're trying to think back at weddings like I've seen where they were different colors. Yeah. I think I've seen where they were the same color, same. but Me they too. were like you know a different obviously different dresses. style. Yeah, yeah. And then for someone who claims to be fucking classy, you do not call someone out at a goddamn wedding with a table full of people as they're making the rounds being saying, polite. Thank you for coming. Exactly. And like she literally was trying to be polite. Thank you for coming. And the mother, I think it's important to say. I don't know why, but it's important to say, like, the the groom's mother is skinny and uh, the... Very bro- made up. Yeah. All that. Lots of makeup. Yeah. The bride's mother is, is a bigger woman. And, yeah. You know, she has makeup, too, but, like, a little bit more homely looking. But Homely's good, like yeah. like a nice lady, right? Like yeah. Like a nice looking lady. And polite from yeah. all scenes I've seen. Like, obviously... Funny, yeah, like, sarcastic, but still polite and respectful. Yeah. If you see her one-on-one with the conversation of daughter, obviously, there's going to be some cursing. Oh, so, yeah. It's going to get real. Oh, yeah. But in terms of group situation, she's... Normal. Yeah. Perfectly normal family from what I can tell. Yeah. And so she goes over to be polite and just say thank you for coming and hope you're having a good time. The the groom's mother says... Oh, I'm not mad at you for wearing blue, but you should have told your daughter to take her take you out and buy something nice to wear. Yo, I was like, that is rude. Right, because it's one thing of just kind of like, oh, I really don't like that we wore the same color. Right. It's another thing to be like, you should have worn something better. Right, like, girl, that's just your Tuesday outfit, and I, you should have got a better one. Wow. What a bitch. So this all happens, right? And then... All this time, in two episodes, they've been talking about how the groom family is better than the bride's family. Cut to, they go to the groom's home, and it's a trailer. Anyone who's ever considered tiny home living or has watched that show and been like, man, that's super cute. I think that might work out. And I'll admit, I've been that person watching this. No. This is a reality tiny home <laughs> yes. nightmare. It's disgusting. And so they're they're at like whatever. They're talking about this living in this trailer because they both live at home, but he lives in this trailer. He's lived in the trailer. He doesn't make a lot of money. He's a teacher. I, does she do anything? She don't. And she, she was living at home. Yes. So they jokingly say, I think on like the hotel honeymoon night of like, we're not moving in with your parents. Yeah. We're not in with my parents. And she's saying, like, I'm not going to be happy in that trailer. Yes. And <laughs> I I was like, and he was, and so then he says, well, it's not like a disgusting trailer. I'm a teacher. I make a small salary. And I was like, okay. I made it nice. I, I was thinking of, like, an upgraded a, RV kind of a Yes, thing. like a luxury-ass <laughs> RV. Like, I see on TV. On I'm an like, He probably cleaned it. He said he made it nice. They get there, and it's so disgusting and dirty. Uh-huh. And at one point, she talks about the ants. And it just, I just was like, it is gross in there. It doesn't have warm water. It doesn't have a working stove. This is not a trailer. It is a box. And his family is trashy. Because they are trashy in personality and they are dirty. No, and I'm thinking anyone who sounds that uppity about everything would be like, okay, like, we have this guest house, like, yes. off of the house. Yes, or but like, they don't because I'm going to help you out yes. with, like, a side job so you can yes. have a little apartment. Hey, girl, here's like, a down payment or something. Exactly. Like, Mm-mm. yeah. Mm-mm. Like, I think the last Southern couple, like, that was a thing oh, of, like, I they had, like, them. some trailer and a land. Yes. I follow them on Instagram. <gasps> I oh, want I them to get pregnant once they're settled. Like, yeah. I'm super excited for them. I feel like they're them. doing it right, though, like, getting his residency out the way. They were super cute, I think, with, like, the new Captain America movie. They both had the shirts on. Oh, and were like, cute. we're super geeky. Cute. Yeah. I like them as a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I, I, <laughs> I think this couple, the Southern couple, I think they're going to make it because I think they actually do like each other. Um, but well, I'm going to pray for them. In their in their living situation. Well, I mean, you saw in the preview, 
she says something to him about his mother, and he says, I regret marrying you. Yeah. Which isn't really something you can take back. I think that's like a white boy thing to say to people. Like, like I think you just, you say it, you don't mean it, you're grumpy, you're living in a trailer, you've been dealing with teenagers all day. I'm not going to say that I've never said anything I've regretted. Yes. But to say something that powerful, okay, like, I... That's that's pretty rough. I would agree. I don't know how you bounce back from that. Exactly. Okay. Like, All right. That's fair. Like the yeah. I don't know. Like those relationships where you scream, "I hate you!" Da, 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 yeah. Like, all that. Like I've never tolerated one of those. Right. Because on some level, even if like thirty percent you meant it at the time, right? You meant it at the time, right? Like you're not gonna forget that shit. I like that you don't tolerate that. You, you should that. not tolerate that. I, I like that I'm relationship gonna, advice. Yes. That shit is not cool. Don't tolerate that shit. I like that. Um, All right, so, so I think I'm, I'm off my soapbox okay. on that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Thank amazing. You. If you're not watching it, it's Watch on it. FYI. Yes. If you don't have FYI, mm-hmm. it is online. Mm-hmm. So Check just it search, out. arrange full episodes. It will not disappoint. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to the movie. So we watched The Revenant. Critically acclaimed, Oscar winning, yada, yada, yada. Leonardo got fucked by a bear. Well, not literally fucked. I know, but everyone kept saying that, and I don't understand because that didn't happen. I mean, he got fucked up by a bear. I know, but people kept saying he got fucked by a bear. I mean... Is it because it looked like it was having sex with him? Probably. Okay, I didn't understand that because that was like the joke, and I was like, he didn't get fucked by the bear. He got mauled. I mean, they were both grunting when it happened, so I could see... It's like a stupid joke. The right meme, it could work. Okay. I'll have to show you a video where it was like... Kevin Hart and The Rock doing a dance talking about Little Wing or Leonardo DiCaprio got fucked by a bear. I'll show you. Okay, that sounds it's amazing. It's MTV Movie Awards. Um, <laughs> anyway, so I want to start with a few things. Okay. I had no idea what this movie was about. <laughs> Wait, what? No, I didn't. But I didn't want to say. You didn't watch like a trailer or hear no, anything? I didn't watch a trailer. All I heard is he got fucked by a bear. That's it, all. That's literally it. And that he, he won the Oscar. So he did a great job getting fucked. And did you pick this over the other movie I mentioned just because you didn't know about this movie? I picked this because I was in the elevator with my coworker and I said, my friend says we can either watch The Revenant or Creed for my podcast. And I was like, I think I'm going to go Creed. He's like, ah, I saw Creed. It was whack. It's like Rocky 7. And he's like, I haven't seen The Revenant. It seems legit. And I was like, Revenant it is. All right. Okay. And, and I just haven't seen any Rocky movies, even okay. though like the director of Creed went to Sac State. Woo woo. Shout out. <laughs> and uh, the Michael B. Jordan is amazing and gorgeous. I just was like, let's go The Revenant because I also love Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. Clue number two. <laughs> I don't know if, if Agnes is saying this for a zinger, but the entire movie, <laughs> I didn't know that my husband, who I love, I can't remember his name right now. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh my God. It was in this movie and played a bad man. Played the second billing. <laughs> like, we are at the climax of the film and... We did watch it with Mr. Agnes, yes. who made some comment about Tom Hardy. I ignored that. And then... I think I maybe I said something you said about something him. like, oh, you said in the sequel, Tom Hardy is really alive. <laughs> I said, Tom Hardy's in this movie? And that is how the world stopped. I love Tom Hardy. I'm so hurt that he was such a bad man. And I didn't even recognize him. His acting is amazing. He should have won an Oscar. He, I, I will get on my box and say that 
he I felt like he gave off a better performance yes than Leo Leo didn't talk the whole movie I it's the end it's not over like to say someone didn't talk because I know people have performed well in non-speaking roles in movies Ooh. but I feel I don't see him doing anything different that anyone else in that role would have mm, done fair like I feel like switch him and Tom Hardy I feel like Tom Hardy could have brought more to yeah. that struggle right. and like fight right. for survival right than Leo did I don't necessarily see Leo doing more than Tom Hardy did. No. Because Tom the bad guy Hardy was. played a fight for his survival role as well. Yes, yes. He did not play. Like, he was going to live. He was going to get his money. He was a trapper. He did his job, girl. And and that was it. And he was going to go to Texas. Yeah. No, he came to get shit done. Yes. And he didn't care Mm-mm. who he fucked up in the way. Nah. Murder a couple people. Stab, stab. Shouldn't have gotten in my way. He was screaming like a little bitch. And so I, so I would like to start also with, I'm sorry, I'm like, I feel like I'm like commandeering this. No, no, we can jump all around. So also I tell our number one fan, so I'm going to go see Agnes today. We got a lot going on. I'm going to record our podcast. She's like, oh, that's awesome. I can watch it now because I'm done doing my thing. What's the movie? And I was like, The Remnant. And she said, oh God, I hated that movie. <laughs> And I was like, really? And we didn't, that was it. She was like, I can't wait till you watch it. And I can't wait to listen to the podcast to hear what you think because I hated it. And I was like, okay. And I didn't ask her like why or anything. Okay, okay. So, and you still didn't even know what it was about. No, didn't or even ask that Tom Hardy was in it. No, I just know Leo was in it, Leo was in it, a bear was in it, and that's it. Um, I have heard people say they weren't fans of this movie. Okay. So I knew going into it that it was kind of going to be like a mixed bag. Okay. Um, I do feel like it was shot beautifully. It was yes. shot by the same director who did the, um, God, I'm forgetting the name, Birdman. Oh, I haven't seen it. Um, okay. It, it's cool. It's different. Okay. Um, but, uh, I think I have it if you want to borrow it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I did like that, mm-hmm. but the pacing seems pretty slow. It was slow, but I kind of enjoyed it. There's not a lot of dialogue. No. But uh, there might be equal amount of subtitles to dialogue. Yes, but I respected, and I hope I say this correctly because I want to sound smart, I respected the score yes. more than I thought I ever would. Yes. Because there was not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So just those intense musical moments were good. They were good. And not even intense because just the musical moments throughout when there was no dialogue and you just see his journey and mm-hmm. his struggling, you know, like to get himself together. I enjoyed so much. I will say like the sound editing overall seems pretty amazing. Because yeah. I had heard some jokes about Tom Hardy's accent slipping at different times during the movie. Oh, really? And so I was kind of listening for that and almost like because they are doing an accent and I know this particular director likes to do less takes if possible. Oh, okay. I was kind of watching to little inside baseball to hear if there was more ADR, which oh. is like post movie voice yeah, yeah. recording. Yeah, voiceover, yeah. And then a lot of the things of like there's times where it's in the wilderness and it's in the snow, so they're walking through the snow and you hear that crunch, crunch. and yes. that weight of the snow, yes. which in reality even a fancy mic's not going to pick that up. Mm-hmm. Like, that sound that's done post. But yes. I felt like all that was done really well. Yes. The sound of the stream. Like, yes. all of that came together really good. I, I would say, I wouldn't say I love this movie, but I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd watch it again because it's really long. And towards <laughs> the end, I just started making avatars for us. <laughs> because I was just like, we got it. We got to wrap this up, girl. Yeah, and I think about halfway through was when we... We stopped keeping like the dead silence and yes. started making our little Commentary jokes. Commentary jokes, movie. exactly, exactly. Because there's a there's like some side stories going on. Yeah, like it's Ooh. not really like 
a dance for its story, basically. No. It's, I mean, it's, yeah. it's one of those things that, I, I, like I said, like you said, we could see how someone could not like this movie. Right. Because not a lot happened, and you just wasted two and a half hours of your life. And you didn't even know for two, two hours. hours and 20 minutes that you were watching Tom Hardy. So, I would have looked at it more. <laughs> I don't like to look at unappealing people. A little insider. And so... I am gorgeous, by the way, guys. <laughs> Thank God you are. Because I can stare at you all day. I do not like looking at unappealing people. Yeah. So when he came on the screen, my eyes would avert to something else on the screen. Like, not gonna lie. Because he just had... He had been almost scout before. So he had patches of hair missing. His face wasn't that cute. Because they, they did something to it. Yeah. He was just dirty and gross looking. And not a nice man. But if I would have known it was Tom Hardy, I would have looked him dead in his eyes and seen the Tom Hardy come out. The greenness. Um, yes. So, I mean, another take on this movie yes. is it is all Tom Hardy's fight for survival. survival. Yes. I'm working this job to make this money. Yes. Shit goes to hell from the Indian attack. Yes. We're still trying to get by. We're not going with the plan I want to do. Right. The stupid scout gets attacked by the bear. Yep. Everyone's acting stupid, trying to keep him alive. Yep. We're all going to freeze to death. Mm-hmm. I should just take care of business right. so that we can get back to right. my life. Right. I can get back home safe, and I want to live and get my money that I came here for. Yeah, and then at one point someone says, like, you know, you're, we'll pick your money or your life. And he's like, this money is how I live my life. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's. What like early eighteen hundreds or yeah. whatever? So yeah. I mean, they're not they're not really like bums and homeless people. No. It's like no, you have money and you live life mm-hmm. and you pay for food and yeah, and then build. you have to go back out work again. Exactly, like that's yeah, that's the lifestyle. So I would agree with that. Yeah, I would agree. Two definite struggles. Now the storyline that I just thought was not necessary was a storyline where the Indian people were looking for the kidnapped daughter. Okay, like I feel like they could have made. Indians a factor and the fact that that was just part of the light. I mean, maybe that was part of it. Why like Indians would attack the trappers is because some point like, something had happened to one of their people and they wanted revenge. I feel like revenge is also like a big theme. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, but I just like we could have involved them so much without being this like, ridiculous quest of like I'm gonna kill every white man I see to look for my daughter. I just felt like it was a little out a little out of touch historically. Okay. And I would put a disclaimer that I kind of even forgot that, like, beaver trapping was a thing in America. So, not that I'm a historian or anything. But I just, I, it's interesting because I feel like you don't hear these stories that often anymore. Right. About, like, early settlers and and the impact that these people had on Indian people in America. And how they, like, ruined lives. And just the disgusting things that happened. And so I feel like that also had an impact on me where I was like, wow, I kind of forgot about that. If that sounds horrible. No, I mean, I think I didn't mind it as much because I did like the kind of corresponding revenge. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeking out a person for, I mean, for Leo had his child not been murdered right. post his bear attack, he would have been on the quest for his son. Right. So, um, that they got separated, which is essentially what this one Indian chief I imagine True. is doing for his daughter True. like she got taken I'm trying to get to her I don't really care what happens I'm just trying to get to her right um, and I also like that it kind of showed the corresponding culture struggles mm-hmm. that were happening at that time yeah of like these are people that are trying to 
essentially take advantage of the wilderness in the sense of mm-hmm. this is a business, this mm-hmm. is a way for me to make money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not just walking onto vacant lands. No. There are people there that are leaving life. There are people that use every piece of an animal. Right. You know, not, right. Th- like there is a point in the beginning where it shows what they're doing in terms of this trapping. And they're they're eating some of the meat, but it looks like there's just piles of meats there. Right. And just bodies on bodies and mm-hmm. furs on top of furs. Mm-hmm. And they're doing 30 pelts in a bale. Like, right. That's a lot of what I imagine wasted life. And yeah. mind you, I am not some hippie vegetarian by no. any means. Ooh, no, we love prefer not to recycle <laughs> I'm lazy <laughs> oh, you're horrible please do not stalk or try to kill me oh <laughs> uh, yeah but I do feel like there was a good balance there because had it been more from just their perspective and less of Leo's story yeah. like people might have felt like oh like this is just pandering right but I think it was a good balance of not just like oh the Indians keep attacking us so we can't do our business the Indians keep attacking you because they're taking their land and they have other stuff going on right. where they're fighting the white man to try to do what they got to do too. Exactly. So I, I did I did keep the flow. I did appreciate the, the flow and the correspondence there. But yeah, just just the pacing and slow. It's it a long movie. Yeah. I'm not going to say don't ever watch it or no. anything like that or that it wasn't... It is gory. I will warn you. Oh, yes. Because I... Super gore. I didn't know what it was about. So mind you, I'm in it and... I jumped a couple times the first score happened. Even oh, some yeah. of the last score, I was like, wow, this is intense. Yeah. So disclaimer, it is, it's almost Quentin Tarantino gory. Oh, yeah. No, when I, I had heard the bear attack was rough. Like, okay. I had heard about that. Like, that seems rough to watch. And so that's what I was thinking about it in the beginning. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, like, I'm waiting around to see whatever exposition we get before the bear attack happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then the first Indian attack, mm-hmm. the... Oh, yeah, the, the arrows, the, and the arrows, gunshots. and yeah, and the sounds are all very good <laughs> for all these. Those like, sound, that sounds like screaming pains, it. Yes. like this sounds like an actual arrow through your yes. flesh. Like, it's like, shoo, shoo, yeah. shoo. Yes. Yeah, no, and the camera, um, it's interesting because it's a lot of long takes, a lot mm-hmm. of wide shots, but then also a lot of like close up shots. Yes. Or you think it's a long shot, and then the person walks right into the flame, mm-hmm. frame, so it ends up as a close up. Mm-hmm. So, I, a very well shot. Beautiful yes. to watch. Yes, agreed. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily think that Leo deserved the Oscar for Ooh. this. Ooh. I feel like Leo has worked very hard, paid um, a lot of dues. He deserved it for what's eating Gilbert Grape. Done. Exactly. No, I feel like he's one of those people mm-hmm. where not necessarily on Meryl Street, but you're gonna regularly give it your all. Yeah. And you're gonna get snubbed essentially yep. from a nomination or from an actual win mm-hmm. and so at a certain point there's gonna be like oh you've worked really hard it makes sense to give it to you for right. this movie because it was necessarily such a great des- movie you deserve it yeah. because of your performance in this movie exactly you deserve it because of your performance overall yeah no if it's you, your time girl yeah if you want to see a performance worthy Brie Larson in room mm. she earned it for that role who the, the other movie, the, so he won Best Actor. Brie Larson, oh. the, the same year, won Best Actress uh-huh. for the movie Room. Never heard of any of these people. She's not well known. Mm-hmm. The movie, not necessarily indie, but I mean, it I've was... I've never heard of it. It's really sad. It's like... No, you know, I don't like sad movies. I mean, it ends happier, but... No, don't watch it. Don't I go. cried and I knew exactly what was going to happen. No, I can't do that again. So... Um, I, but, so, and Tom Hardy did not win Best Supporting? Ooh, good question. Uh, mm, Google that real quick. Do we need to pause? Let's pause. Okay, okay we're yeah. back. 
Um, so Tom Harding did not win for Disappointed. this. Disappointed. The guy that won played um, in Bridge of Spies, which I saw, and he did give a good performance, but totally different performance. I okay. I might have picked Tom Hardy over that guy's okay. performance. All right, fair. Well, once um, again, I've never heard of that either, but yeah, no, he's, he's another you. random ass guy. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, interesting. Yeah. Powerful. Powerful. That's a good word. Um. <clears throat> you know, there's talk a little bit of like knowing some of it's based on a true story. Yeah, we but... talked about that. I didn't realize it was based on a real life person. Mm-hmm. I knew it was a book, but not a real life person. And some some of the facts are based on a man that's real. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I know. Here's a fun tidbit. Leo was down with the swirl in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and legitimate swirl, not rapey swirl. Because there was a lot of rapey swirl going on. There's some rapey swirl. Yeah, but so down with the swirl, he had like a an Indian lady and a mixed baby. So good. I like that. Named Hawk. Typical Hawk. Typical 2016 name, actually. Yeah. Like, how bad is it that I heard that? And I'm just like, I think I've heard that before. Right. Not, oh, that's a really cool Indian name. Right, right, right. That's like Apple Bottom. That's the name of one of like one of Paltrow's babies. I think it's just Apple, not oh, Apple okay. Bottom. <laughs> okay. Same cheese. difference. Same difference. Shout out oh. to Nelly. Um, yeah, so I don't have any more comments. I think I've exhausted my. I'm just. I think I'm in shock because of Tom Hardy that I just don't really have much to comment on. Um, good movie. I was happy I watched it. Um, go Tom Hardy. I, I I feel like in the future I'll I'll let you know that it's Tom Hardy. Yes, agreed. <laughs> like hey hey, that's Tom Hardy. And and I also. I wouldn't mind being the person going in blind. If there's something that you just want to be like, let's okay. go for this movie. Okay. I'll be okay with just like, okay, I'm on board. You have no idea what it's about. I mean, I prefer it's not like porn. No, I wouldn't like... do that to you. <laughs> Jesus. And I feel like most of the porn movies are. <laughs> you, New York. Like if you say like, let's watch Diplomatiac part one and two. Like, I know going into it what I'm going to get. True. Because the title above. will give it out. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, I will try to think of a movie that maybe you don't know about. That will be very challenging. Wait, all right, and I mean, it doesn't have to be new or anything. And no, no, no. I'm going to rack my brain. Um, also, not to get our hopes up, but okay. we, may, <gasps> Ooh, yes. we may have a special guest star next week. Yes, which means we're going to record another podcast in a week. Hopefully. Yes, um, fingers crossed. Not sure if we're going to have a movie next week or how we're going to do that, just because yeah. with our friend visiting, there's a oh, bit of a time yeah, crunch. there is a time crunch. But we'll figure it out. Yes. And... Maybe we'll just have her on for second pewter stuff because yes. she's like totally different level than we are. Exactly. So it'll yeah. be cool to talk about. I'm excited. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks everyone. Guys. Bye. Bye.